Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. The following content is not suitable for children. What if we lose attraction to our partner? Is there anything we can do to get that back? Yes, there is, Lori. Yes, there is. Okay. You got to tell me how to do this. Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. Hey, Lori, we got to let our listeners know we just had a couples retreat, best sex, great sex weekend, and there was a lot of attraction growing in that room, no? I think so. Yeah, we had a great time. A bunch of people came, and I think the feedback was they were helped and... They started to have conversations with each other that, you know, they hadn't had before, which is our goal, right? Is how do we get people to have these conversations? But one of the issues, the reason I think we lose attraction is we come into a relationship and we have an ideal, right? A fantasy of who this person is. And, and much of it is of our own construction, And we really don't know each other very well. I don't know if we know each other very well for years. And that person is not necessarily who we crack them up to be. You know, they have their own world, their own stuff going on. And and it's in our head who they should be and who they should be sexually, who they should be emotionally to us. And now we're discovering the true other. You know, and for many people that... You know, that is different than their idealization of their partner, you know, and that big disillusionment, I think, is part of this loss of attraction. Mm-hmm. I think the good news is we've come up with a best sex conversation, mm-hmm. that acronym for really helping couples get more specific around what are some things that turn you on and what are the things that turn you off? Right. If you could change those scores, your attraction levels are going to go up. That's just a math fact. So I think we should just go through that again, Lori. I think we should go through this. Yes. Yes. This is, I think why it works is it makes explicit our assumptions, our needs, so that rather than just making up in our head what our partner should be like, you know, we can talk about it and we can create something together 
that's sexier, more attractive. So let's go through it quick, just the overview of best sex conversation. And we want you, as we're going through this, to think about what would be your score? Gas pedal and brake. Gas pedal being, is this something that's turns you on, that really kind of gets you going, that makes you feel good about yourself and good about your partner? If you got high gas pedal scores, your attraction levels are going to be pretty good. If they're low, that's an area we're going to improve on. So people with low attraction to their partner, you're probably going to see some low gas pedal scores, mm -hmm. which means, all right, well, can we do to kind of increase those? I think that's what the work is. Any good sex relationship takes work, mm -hmm. right, An adjustment. The flip side of it is if you have high break scores, things that turn you off, it's going to be hard to access your attraction. Right, the brakes kind of turn it off. The desire still might be there, but you can't access it because the brake is there. So we want to reduce these high brake scores. Right. In a combination, increasing gas pedal, reducing brakes, the attraction should improve. Yes. So best sex conversation B for the body. How are in your body are you? In your senses? Do you like touch? Are you relaxed? Do you you're smell, taste, sight, you know, texture, temperature, all these things that allow us to just kind of be embodied, be in the present moment, right? So often we see partners that are outside their body, they're focused on their genitals, they're kind of in their head, they're disconnected from their body. Mm -hmm. As you get more connected to your body and to your partner's body, we should start seeing some of those scores change, those gas pedals increase. Right. And and I think just to clarify what you meant there, I think what you're saying is they're anxious about their genitals response. They're not really even feeling their genitals. Mm -hmm. I mean, it'd be great if they were feeling pleasurable things and allowing themselves awareness of their whole body, including their genitals. It's the anxiety, the overfocus that messes them up. Right. So are you a low score there, your partner a low score? What some things we can do to get us more into our bodies, right? Relaxation, massages, kind of put in a candle, you know, these things that are just make us kind of more appreciative or intentional about how important this body is to the act of, of sex. Yeah. I, I think that some people, when they say I lose attraction, they're not feeling desire for their partner. But they're not necessarily constructing the moment or lovemaking in a way that they even give their body a chance, mm -hmm. right, to, to be awakened, to feel something, to, to enter it. I, I, I don't know. I, this one's really hard for me. You know, I remember I, I had a boyfriend, and when I first met him, I was not attracted to him and at all. I just, I wasn't attracted to him. And then I kissed him and boom, <laughs> that's all it took. You know, just kind of being that first kiss was all it took. And I, I kind of wonder about these people, like, do they allow themselves to sink into their body? Because I know the body's response is going to release oxytocin when they're close, when they're naked, when they're having orgasms with this person that are going to increase that sense of a bond, and that's going to increase attraction. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, do they allow their body to do the magic that it will do? And the flip side of that, Lori, is the body can be a huge break. 
Are you not attracted because your partner doesn't look as good, is getting older, has lost their hair, has got a big pot belly? Do you not like your body? Do you not, you know, feel like it's it's your penis is big enough or, you know, the things don't look right the way they are. Your partner has bad breath or you don't like the smell or the taste. I mean, there's so many things in our body that could become a turnoff. Yes. But if we can't talk about it and we can't say, hey, it really helps with we take a shower before or like, you know, I like where we brush our teeth or, you know, I, you know, when I work out, I feel better. I mean, there's so many things here. That could be blocks, mm -hmm. you know, breaks that we really need couples to start finding ways of reducing those. And, and then it's a lot easier to access the attraction. Yeah. I had a couple and they'd been married for not that long, maybe 12 years. And he did not have good dental hygiene. Mm -hmm. He never went to the dentist. He was afraid to go to the dentist. And he had really bad breath. And he wasn't, you know, he wasn't raised in a family where you brush your teeth twice a day and dental floss. And I, I guess he really did have bad breath. Yeah. Uh, and so she didn't want to have sex with him. And you know, kissing was a problem, which I get that. I mean, he was literally less attractive to her. I don't know why she didn't notice that before, but maybe living with him and you know, it became a, a problem. Gets worse yeah. as we get older. <laughs> Take care of those teeth. Take care of the teeth. Absolutely. Dental floss, everybody. I know what? some people who dental floss after every meal. I'm like, wow, that is awesome. Moving on to E. We got a ways to go here, Lori. Okay. E for the emotions, the hearts, the romance, the need for that for a gas pedal. So people that lose their attraction, you often see they don't have romance. They've fallen into a routine, mm -hmm. right? Do you like to kiss? Do you like to look at each other's eyes? Do you like, you know, some sensual music? Do you like looking at pictures of, of, of your history? Do you like, like really priming that heart to come back online? You know, if you're just focused on the physical encounter of sex and you're not focused on the emotional bond, you know, you could see how you start to lose attraction. Yeah. And just think about how much energy we put into dating. You know, we dress up, we we go to the dentist, <laughs> you know, we shower, we put on perfume. I mean, we do a lot to look really good and to present ourselves really mm -hmm. well. And I think sometimes... In a marriage, you know, it's like, ah, oh, I'm just, I'm going to wear my sweats and I'm going to be crabby and, you know, and then I want to have sex with you. And it's like the, the partner is just like, oh, you know, really, that's that's all you got for me. And it they can lose attraction over time. Saying your partner's name, expressing interest, kind of showing that that affection all of these things are really intentional about kind of getting the heart back in this process. Right. And if they are not connected emotionally, I mean, I think this is a really big one from, for women that say they lose their attraction to mm -hmm. their male partner. You know, if they don't feel listened to and respected, if, if their partner is not sharing, if their partner is a withdrawer, yeah. you know, and pulls back emotionally and maybe wants sex, you know, so sexual pursuer, but emotional withdrawer, Oftentimes women tell me, I, I just, I don't feel anything for him anymore. You know, I know he wants to have sex with me and he thinks I'm desirable, but I, I don't really feel attracted to him anymore, you know, because that heart piece, that, that emotional line. piece is so important to keep mm -hmm. sharing and to, to feel like 
there's something between us that is meaningful sexually. And so it, it's not enough to be married to a pretty face. I mean, what I see, I mean, I often have couples come in that are really both beautiful and, you know, they say they've lost their attraction because beauty is skin deep. We got we to gotta have something going on inside for each other where we feel cared for, loved, and respected. Exactly. And the flip side of that, these break scores romantically, right? If you're anxious about being rejected, if you're feeling you're going to fail or be inadequate, you're going to lose your erection, you're not going to have an orgasm, like all these fears that could happen emotionally could slam, you know, the brakes on this process. It's hard to be attracted and let yourself go in sex when you're afraid of being rejected and pains coming your way. Exactly. So couples got to be able to talk about these breaks emotionally in their hearts because that's where they can find each other in these insecurities and these fears. If we can let our partner in and they show up for us, it's like, boom, we're back online. The heart is reconnected. All of a sudden, wow, we're attracted to our partner again. I know. And I think that it's more convenient to lose attraction than it might be to face this fear of inadequacy if you're you know, failing somehow or another sexually in your performance. It's like, mm -hmm. well, you know, I, you know, I, I'm just not attracted to you. Clearly that's the problem. And people do this, right? They, they go out, they find some, another partner and they say, look at it, it's all working with them. It must be you. I'm not attracted enough to you. You know, of course, eventually, right. The things that are problematic sexually inside them get replicated in the new relationship. Right. Exactly. Uber lube partnering with foreplay radio for a while we really believe in this product because it's hard to have good sex when it's dry or painful take the pressure off use uber lube to be able to enjoy the present moment get deeper into the connection with your partner oh i love what you're saying and i think it certainly is something that we need to manage dryness but i also just think you know it's so slippery it can be used all over the body just to enhance that skin on skin feeling and it's silicone based i don't have to be a sex therapist like Lori to know silicone base makes it just a little bit better mm -hmm. it's actually good for the body and it's condom friendly which is great doctors are recommending it everywhere i've been using it and recommending it for 20 years now uberlube.com is where you find it with the coupon foreplay please use that to support us at the podcast you get 10 percent off it's a great product hey guys being intimate with your partner should be the best part of your day don't let the stresses of what happens during a day get in your head and ruin the good time the chewables from bluechew.com can make sure you're able to perform at your best when given the opportunity to have some fun Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra or Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Chewable tablets help men combat all forms of ED. Because Blue Chew is an online prescription service, there are no risks to be at the doctor's office and be embarrassed or wait in lines at a pharmacy. Everything is shipped discreetly to your front door. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free 
when you use our promo code foreplay at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code foreplay to receive your first month free. Enjoy. Imagine, George, a woman having the best orgasm or sex that they've ever had. Do you think that they would want to try a product for that? Hey, listen, if you could see sounds and hear colors, go for it, baby. Not quite that, but really, from Foria, sex oil and awaken oil does have a CBD oil, which I think is perfectly fine. It kind of changes the way your body responds. It gives you this juicy warm-up and it increases your pleasure. I fully endorse you to go ahead and treat yourself to feel deeper, fuller pleasure whenever you find it possible. You can start with a bottle of Foria. Foria is offering a special deal for you, our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash foreplay or use the code foreplay at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness dot com forward slash foreplay for 20% off your first order. I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and their Sex Oil. You'll thank me later. So again, moving on, we want to get through this so you all can see your scores to increase. The S is for spiritual. For some people, sex is spiritual. They feel a sense of transformation, a trance of, a sense of, of becoming part of something bigger than themselves. They can kind of lose themselves. They feel gratitude and thankfulness, right? So can you allow yourself to feel more of that in this process? Mm-hmm. Right. That will probably increase your levels of attraction to your partner. The flip side, sometimes the spiritual piece can be a, a break. Right. We good girls don't do this. Good boys don't do this. It's bad. It's dirty. It's sinful. We get messages that mm-hmm. tell us this is wrong. And that those breaks stop us from wanting to let ourselves go. We, it's hard to, you know, we shuts us down. So, yeah. And there's nothing like. I, I think this process of things I'm struggling with, I now see on you. It's a process of losing attraction, right? It's more convenient somehow or another to see the problem in you right. than it is to deal with something that's overwhelming or complicated to me. If if I have a spiritual break, which is when I have sex, I'm – you know, I have a sense of shame or guilt or sinfulness. I don't know how to manage that. So over time, I withdraw because I, I can't cope with this. I can't get through it. But one convenient way is just to kind of turn off that desire for the other. Mm-hmm. It's not even always conscious. I don't think yep. people do this on purpose, but they're managing something on the inside that they, they can't whether it's their expectations that are disappointed or or an internal issue. And I think this one for, for shame and guilt or sometimes just, you know, ironically, when things are working well sexually, they, they get overwhelmed by that. They feel out of control, mm-hmm. you know, so their own sexual responses cause them to disengage and to feel shame. Exactly. It can be crazy, but. Yep. T, thinking. Now we're getting into the brain, the erotic part of the mind. Awesome gas pedal. When you're anticipating sex, you're kind of fantasizing about different positions or what you could be doing, right? The the brain could be the greatest sex organ we have for people that really want to get more into it. 
So if you're not using your erotic mind, probably attraction levels are going to go down. It's a great way of trying to kind of bring that energy back into your sexual relationship. The flip side of it, it can become a huge break. If you're laying in bed thinking about the list of things, what do the kids got to do for homework? What does my mom want for her birthday present? Like when your brain is going down those roads, it's really hard to be attracted to your partner. Right. So trying to see these break scores, what we can do to reduce them, right? Do some breathing, kind of let these things go, get our brain refocused on this, the sexual act (laughs) instead of the list of things to do. You're right. And I think that the, the erotic thoughts about our partner, if we let those go, we're going to see the ordinary frog. You know, Mm -hmm. if we, if we don't fantasize about the prince, and the good parts about our partner, then, you know, kind of all we're left with is the, the focus breath. on the bad breath. <laughs> exactly. So S, we're now talking about the sexual cycle. The gas pedal is going to be that when the sexual cycle is positive, right? When the person who's pursuing is appreciated for their initiation. Or the person who's withdrawn is super receptive and the partner thanks them for that. When couples are in a positive cycle, there's an ease to their relationship. There's a flexibility to it. There's a, there's appreciation for each other, right? So we just want to be able to name is your sexual cycle in a safe spot? Do you feel securely attached? Do you feel connected? Because if you could see that cycle, that feedback loop between the two of you, that's going to be a great gas pedal. And the flip side, so much of what we talk about here with couples, with the breaks, is they're in a negative cycle. The person who's pursuing constantly feels rejected. Huge Mm -hmm. brake pedal. The person who's withdrawn keeps trying and is never good enough. They're constantly told they're doing it wrong. They're not sexy enough. They're not initiating enough. You know, when you're getting that message, it's hard to be attracted to your partner when you're constantly criticized. Mm -hmm. And I want to say a couple things here. In the secure pattern... One of the things that marks us as secure is the ability to hold our partner who we're doing daily life with, the middle road, right, which is uh, some drudgery, but to view them as still sexual while we're doing the middle road. I mean, we are seeing our partner with dirty hair and no eyebrows and, you know, just like not looking so at their best Mm. and you know, that's kind of living life. But can we hold on to the separateness of this partner is also erotic? And I can fantasize and think about that and remember that and hold both parts in my mind. Yeah, sometimes they're human. And sometimes they're the prince or the princess and they look hot and that's good. And I think one of the breaks, especially for the withdrawer, is unconsciously they they downregulate desire. Mm -hmm. You know, so a withdrawer is very apt to lose that sense of attraction and that, you know, I, I mean, it's an unconscious strategy, but they're they're trying to protect something and often to control too much intensity in the sexual life. And so they kind of also lose desire. It's, it's not on purpose, but again, it is kind of an internal strategy to manage something inside that's difficult. Right. So true. All right. The E, explore. This is a chance to see, exploring our past relationships, our family of origin, you know, our cultural influences. 
Are they a gas pedal? Did you get healthy expressions of sexuality? Did you have past lovers that kind of really taught you about yourself and about how healthy sex is? Huge gas pedal to be able to talk about these things, about what worked, about how you feel good about sex. The flip side of it is a lot of these encounters could have been negative. We were molested. You know, we, we, had, we were sexually abused. We've had bad experiences. Our parents always fought to never talk about it. Huge breaks that could happen from our history. As a couple, can you talk about that? Can you see the opportunity in these conversations to actually kind of increase the gas pedal or decrease the breaks? When we were developing this, I thought one of the best moments between us was, you know, we, we kind of looked at each other and said, yeah, you know, your, your family your childhood is everything, right? If you come from a good family, if you come from a secure family that's warm and affectionate and they model a romance, that just lays down in our genes as, you know, something that now I know how to do it. You know, and if you come from a family that's disrupted or they, they're in turmoil over the way you are coming of age sexually, it, it's just problematic. And we internalize all of that and so we don't know how to keep a romance going. We don't know how to keep that attraction going. You know, so those those models, it's like a stamp on us. It's and we really can change hard. them. It's and hard. we can change them. If we can name it, if we can make it explicit. We can heal if it. If we could talk to our partners about it. Yes. Absolutely. All right. The X, external factors. Can you spice it up? Bringing in some sex toys. Can you, you know, have a drink or Throw on a video, an erotic novel, something external that, you know, is a turn on for you. You're right. Bring something different into the mix. It's a great way of increasing attraction. The flip side is the breaks here. This, you know, bringing in this person that smelling the alcohol in their breath turns you off. The person watching pornography makes you think about they're not with you. They'd rather have somebody else. You know, that toy, I can't compare to that vibrator, right? Sometimes these things are huge breaks mm -hmm. that we want couples mm -hmm. to be able to talk to with each other. Yeah. I, I mean, I think this is, this is powerful. Doing something new and bad, we know actually increases dopamine, which if we feel more dopamine, we feel more excitement, we feel something more for our partner. So, you know, spicing it up is important. Variety is important. So so doing that, I think, would be great. And you're right. Talking through the way, you know, we have inhibitions or problems about our partner's desire for this or use of alcohol or something. I mean, that that can be a huge break. I, I don't want to sleep with him. He's always drinking, you know. I don't even feel attracted to him anymore. It may have nothing to do with physical appearance, but it has to do with behavior. Exactly. These are huge areas that couples need to be on the same page with and need to have a conversation. Because if you both like a glass of wine, that's going to increase attraction. It's so different than you feel like the wine is creating distance between the two mm -hmm. of you. Yep. Last one, the C for conversation. Can you talk about it? Some people, this is a great gas pedal. They want to talk about sex before they have sex, during sex, after sex. They want to do a replay of what worked. You know, they like sounds and dirty words and screaming. I mean, just, just talking in general explicitly about sex lights their brain up. And if that's something you don't do, maybe if you did more of it, it could increase those gas pedal scores and add attraction to your partner. 
The flip side is the break here. Some people are shy. Talking about it kind of brings attention. It makes them more self-conscious. They don't like it. It, it turns on the on the break, and you know it, it starts to make them want to go away instead of engage. Exactly. I I think again of living life with somebody, and you know maybe they're the corporate person, and all day long they're buttoned up, and and there isn't that energy. Mm-hmm. But then they drop into their sort of dirty talk and it's like, ooh, <laughs> you know, that's like, it's like you remember and they kind of come out in this other way that is really sexy and reminding you of their sexuality. And, and that can be just a hit if you're seeing them maybe changing diapers all the time or, you know, just doing the chores and you, you can't see that sexual side and then they... They dropped the F-bomb and, you I'm, know. I'm laughing because I remember this lady saying her husband always come up and be like, come here, mama. Come come sit next to dad. Like He would use this language that was such a turnoff for her. She'd be like, that, you want me, that doesn't work. And just being able to communicate that, all of a sudden he stopped using that language, right? He was more like his masculine self. And like that little switch her attraction level just kind of changed. Love so it. this was just an idea. We have best sex conversation, a nice simple way to assess more specifically areas that might turn you on or turn you off. And if you could kind of talk to each other about this, your score should change. That's the good news, right, Lori? That's the good news is feeling attraction is not something that is just mystical. It's like we can actually build it. We can do things differently and turn that attraction back on. That's really good. We can build it. Don't feel despair. You can do something different. Thanks for listening. Keep it hot, y'all. George, I am so ready to see people in person. We are going to North Texas. Nice. I agree. We're zoomed out. Enough of this kind of talking to each other on screens and muting each other. Let's get back to the real thing. It's about connection, right, Lori? It is. And we're going to be teaching about sex and how therapists can help couples with their sexual attachment. You know what they say in Texas about sex, George? Keep the Stetson on, baby. Woo! So come join us. Come join us. NorthTexasEFT.com or fourplaysextherapy.com. We have it on our resource section. Please sign up. We want this thing to be full. We want to see you in person. We're going to party. We're going to have so much fun. Join us for sex and attachment training for therapists, Dallas, Texas. Join us August 12th to 13th for the after party too. Woohoo! Call in your questions to the Foreplay Question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by Foreplay Media.